Good morning, everybody. Today's daf is getting daf pay. We are holding a daf ayin tesem beis. We have the Mishnah on the bottom of ayin tesem beis. Today's share is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children and the Ilan Nishmas, his mother, Goldba Simcha La Shalom, and is also sponsored by the Penstein family in memory of Mayor Penstein, Zichron Vracha, whose yartzei was this week. And Shem Shem and Aliyah, we thank both sponsors very, very much for the sponsorship. So the Mishnah is going to talk about different psulim in the get that would cause us to say, that a woman gets herself in a real bind where she's not going to be married to her first husband, she's not going to be married to the husband that she remarries, and she's going to have all the chumras that we're going to throw at her. And the Gemara, the Mishnah is going to give not only some uh, the, the classic case of but four additional cases where we're going to say then the Gemara is going to discuss dating a get by the Malchus and what makes something a Malchus what's considered to be insulting to the king when you date a get by, uh, by certain things what's considered to be a compliment to the king to date a get why would they uh, be misakin in the first place that we date a get by the, uh, by the year of the king the Gemara is also going to talk about when we put the Makom in a get the Makom of the, uh, the is it important to put the makom of where the get is being written or the only the makom of where the husband uh, happens to be, of where the get is being given. The Gemara is going to then on Amad Beis talk about a Shomeris Yavam who gets married because one of the other tsaros already did Yibum. But then it turned out that that Yibum was invalid. It turned out that the one who did the Yibum was uh, was an islandist, let's say. So uh, so the whole uh, Yibum was invalid. So, uh, so now what do we do? And we're going to talk about uh, uh, the, with two different cases where the Yibam is invalid and the Gemara is going to discuss uh, what, why we need to be told about two, of, about two different cases which basically make the same, uh, the same basic point. So let's begin with uh, the Mishnah on the bottom of Ayin Tassam Vez. So again, this Mishnah is going to be talking about Gitten that are not written properly, that there's some violation of some Takanas Chachamim in the way that they're written and what happens if the husband uses such a get to divorce his wife and then uh, the woman and, uh, gets remarried uh, based on based on that get. So the Cham made a takana that when his sofa writes a get, he has to mention the malchus that uh, that that, uh, that that the get is being written in, and that's uh, they they do that by uh, by writing the date of how many years that king has been in power. So sofa writes a get in Bavel has to write the get based on how many years that current Melech Bavel has been on the throne. So if he's in Bavel and he's Kasav l'shum malchus. He writes the date in the get based on some other malchus, like he writes uh, based on malchus she'ena which is a fancy way of saying Romans. He writes it based on the uh, Roman malchus, and we'll discuss in the Gemara why that's dafka what's chosen to, to be called the malchus she'ena madai, or not just the Romans. He writes it based on the malchus of madai, or l'shum malchus yavan, or he doesn't mention the malchus at all in the get. Instead, he writes based on uh, how many years it's been since the Binyan Beis Hamikdash or L'chor Benabayis instead of uh, writing based on the Malchus he writes the date in the get based on how many years it's been since the Chorban Beis Hamikdash so in all of those cases all five of those cases Malchus Shein again as Malchus Madai Malchus Yavan Binyan Abayis Chor Benabayis in all of those cases the get is possible because he didn't write the get the way the Cham 
said that you're supposed to write based on the number of years of that uh, of that of that malchus. So uh, so the the get is is not not a valid uh, not a valid get. Uh, uh, Rashi holds the get is puzzle mida oraisa that this is a psul mida oraisa in the get tosvos in dibra maskul tzricha and the other rishonim all ask on Rashi how could it be puzzle mida oraisa the chum are the ones that puzzle it mida oraisa there's no psul in the get the chum are the ones that require that you write based on the uh, the malchus. So uh, all the rishonim disagree with Rashi and they say no when we say that the get is going to be puzzle. That's only a psul midrabana, not a psul uh, oraisa. Another case where a get that's not written based on the takanas chamim, the chamar misakein, that the sofer should should uh, should record in the get the the place where he is when he is writing the get. Um, that's uh, it's going to be machlokas uh, rishonim exactly what that means. Uh, Tosvos and many other rishonim hold that the mishnah means that he has to write the makom of the ksivas haget, the ksav sofer, whereas uh, Tosvos and Yavam and Tafsad Yalfan Beis and many other Rishonim say that no, not the place of the Ksiva Saget, but the Makam of the Chasima Saget. But be that as it may, the, the, the place where the get is being produced, uh, whether it be Al the Ksiva or Al the Chasima, there's a Takanus Chacham that has to be written into the get. So Hayab B'Mizrach, if the Sofer was uh, on the, in the east of Kosov uh, B'Marav, and the get that was uh, in the get, it says that uh, it was written in the uh, in the West, or Bimarav, the Kasav B'Mizrach, or was actually being written in the West, and, and, and in the Get it's recorded that it's being written in the East, so the Get is going to be possible because it wasn't written the way the Chachamim or Mesakim that a Get is supposed to be written. So in these cases, if a person is Megarish using such a Get, where it doesn't mention the Malchus, or it doesn't mention the proper Makom of the Sofer at the time of the writing of the Get, and then the woman goes and gets married to somebody else based on having received such a Get, so she has to uh, divorce both husbands. She's also to her first husband and to the husband that she remarried. And if she wants to get married to somebody else, she's going to need to receive a new get, both from the first husband as well as from the second husband. Now, according to Rashi, that uh, the get that the first husband gave her is Pasal Mita Oraisa. So I understand very well why she needs a get from the first husband. She's never received a get from the first husband. Why does she need a get? from the second husband. She, if she never was divorced from the first husband, the Nisuin with the second husband is worthless. It's not a Nisuin at all. So why does she even need a get? So Rashi explains that the Chamor goes there that she's going to need a get from the second husband because pe- people are going to think that before she married the second husband that she actually did receive a get from the first husband and now they're going to see that she's leaving the second husband without a get. So that's a Dinmidrabanan that she requires a get from the second husband because everyone's going to think that she had a legitimate marriage with the second husband, even though on a Daraisa level, she did not. Now, according to Tosos and the other Rishonim who disagree with Rashi, and who hold that Midaraisa, the get from the first husband is kosher, so from the second husband, of course she's going to need a get, because Midaraisa, she was divorced from the first husband, so Midaraisa, she was married to the second husband, so of course she's going to need a get. And the only reason she needs to get from the first husband is Midarabanan, because Midarabanan, there was a problem with the get that she got from the first husband, so she needs to get Midarabanan from the uh, 
from the first husband. But either way, and she needs to get and not only that, all these other uh, disadvantages. She does not receive the chiv of the uh, of the ksuba that the husband was mechayiv himself uh, when they when they got married. And if she gets uh, captured uh, by Goyim, the husband is not chayiv to be poda her. Uh, that, how, do the, how does the word peros mean that the husband is not chayiv to be poda her? Because the chum mar masakin, that a, a husband gets to have the peros of his wife's nechasim, and in exchange for that zuchus of receiving the peros, for his wife's nechasim, if she ever gets captured, he has to pay to redeem her from captivity. So that right that a woman has for the husband to be paid to her, we call payros, even though uh, it's not really payros, it's what's ex- in exchange for payros, it's what's din payros, it's not actually payros itself. That's what we refer to by payros. Velo mezonos, the husband is not chayiv to provide her with mezonos, to feed her. Velo blaos, if uh, they, uh, they, there were old clothing that she had that, uh, that the husband... Uh, uh, has in his possession that she brought into the marriage, the husband does not have to return that clothing to her. Uh, that's how Rashi understands Velo Blaos. Tosas uh, points out that the Gemara in Ksubis Dav Kovalev tells us that if a woman is mezana, she doesn't lose blaoseha hakayamim. She doesn't lose the blaos that are still intact, that the husband is still holding on to. And therefore, Tosvos and many other Rishonim say that when we say below blaos, it does not mean the begadim that the husband actually physically has. It means begadim that he no longer has. Meaning, if she brought certain begadim into the marriage as Nixitzon Barzel, so Minadin, if they get worn out, they get lost, they're gone, the husband has to. Uh, compensate for them. Yes, they get assessed on the way in exactly how much they're worth, and then he's got to pay for that uh, when they uh, when they get divorced. So we're saying that's what he doesn't have to pay, but if he actually has the clothing, well, he's not going to keep her old dresses. He should give her uh, the, 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 old, uh, the old dresses. So, and lo alzeh, velo alzeh. She has claims on uh, of none of these things on either one of the husbands, not the first husband, not the second husband. And in not the and if she did take these things, shaloka in from either the first husband or the uh, second husband, taxir. We don't even say that once she was toe-faced, okay, let her keep it. No, taxir, she's going to have to return whatever she took. Uh, uh, other dinim about this woman that gets married with these pasla gitten, again, these pasla gitten that are written uh, the, with, with dated by the wrong malchus or dated by the churban abayas or binyan abayas or the wrong places uh, identified in the get. If she got remarried based on such a get, not only do we have all of these chumras, but Vlad Any child that she has from the first or the second husband going forward is going to be a mamzer. <coughs> Neither one of them are going to be able to be metami to her if they happen to be kohanim. Uh, that's how Rashi writes. It's a little bit strange because if the second guy is a kohen, how did he get married to her? I Meaning he only married her because he assumed she was a grusha because he assumed that the first the get that the first husband gave her was a valid get that would make her a grusha. Then he's not allowed to marry her if he's a kohen. So the Masha says that Rashi means that if the first guy was a kohen and uh, and uh, that that uh, and, and 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 he's still alive. When she dies, uh, he's not uh, metamiter. And then, if the first guy dies and the second one is a kohen and he marries her becheskas that it's not a get, then he's uh, he's also not metamiter. Her uh, the Maram Shiv suggests that we're talking about that the second guy just married her beiser, or he didn't know that she's a grusha or whatever. He just met her, he saw her on a dating app or something, and he just uh, met, you know, uh, you know the, the uh, okay, he thought she was just lying about her height and weight or whatever, you know, and she, he didn't realize that she was also lying about her. Previous
previous marital uh, status. So uh, so he didn't uh, he didn't know. So uh, something like that. Other Rishonim say totally just not like Rashi that it doesn't mean that they that the husbands are Kohanim. The Mishnah is talking about the mitzvah of the husband to be osik in Kfuras Ishto. So it's not talking about Kohanim at all. It just says uh, what does it say? Nothing to do with Kohanim being mita. It just means a chiv of Kvura that neither of them have a chiv to be cover as Ishto the way a husband would normally have a chiv to be cover as Ishto. But that's totally in a machlokas between the Rambam and the Ravid in the second parak of Hilchas Evel. Because the Rambam holds that Yisrael is not mitzuva to be misasik bikvuras krovav. That there's no requirement for Yisrael to be engaged in the kvura of his, uh, of his relatives. Um, uh, but uh, the uh, the 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 uh, Raivet understands that he, that if we're allowing a Kohen to be Osik and Kvuras Krovav because and we're allowing him to be Metabe, so it must be because it's a, v- a very important mitzvah. It must be that it's uh, that it's a mitzvah to do that for anybody. That even Israel is a mitzvah to do that. I think Rav Salvation explains that the Ramam Shita is that it's not a mitzvah, but the reason that a Kohen does it is that that's a niyug of Avelus, to show that he's willing to sacrifice his, uh, his, his Tumas Kohanim in order to, uh, to engage, that, 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 that makes it a niyug of Avelus when he, uh, when he, when he goes against his, when he's willing to be uh, metame himself. Okay, the, uh, the other possibility that Marshall says is maybe the first guy is a Kohen, the second guy is a Nazir. And uh, so that's what the Achron will point out that's very difficult a Nazir is not allowed to be metame to Ishto uh, Kshera either. A Nazir has much more strict uh, dinim of, uh, of Tumah. So, uh, so there's no Chiddush in saying that the second husband who's a Nazir is not allowed to be metame to her. Any husband who's a Nazir is not allowed to be metame to his wife. Okay, so you got to figure out what that line means exactly. Those are three of the possibilities. Normally there's a Takana that Metziasi Isha <laughs> that the husband gets whatever the woman finds and whatever Maisiyadayim the woman produces goes to the husband. Neither of these guys are the husband in that regard. Neither of them are able to be made for her nedarim. If she was a Bas Yisrael, now she's not allowed to marry a Kohen because any Eishasish that was Mizana is Asura Lekohen. That's how Rashi understands. That's what makes her Pasal Lekohen because an Eishasish that's Mizana is Pasal Lekohen. Lechora, you have a much easier way of explaining what why she's Pasal Lakuna, and that is that a Grusha is Pasal Lakuna. But Rashi says no, because this is Mazana is Pasal Lakuna. So why doesn't why Marsha points out why doesn't Rashi just say she's Pasal Lakuna because she's a Grusha? So he says this is Rashi Lashitaso in, in, in our Mishnah that we already mentioned that the get that the first husband gave her is Pasal Mita Oraisa. So she's not really a Grusha. And therefore Rashi says she's uh, only Pasal Lakuna Mishum Zona because so long as she's still an Aishas Ish of the first guy, she was uh, the, the, her whole relationship with the second guy is a Znos. So, uh, so she's not a Grusha from the first guy, and therefore she was never married to the second guy, so she's not a Grusha from the second guy either, so she's not really a Grusha. She's only a Zona, but according to the other Rishonim, that the get from the first guy... 
is valid on the Daraisa level, so uh, she's a Grusha. And that, that, that's the Kharawai. She's Pasal Kuhuna. And that's what the Mishnah means when it says Nefselis Minakuna, because she's a Grusha. The Akharim just asked that if she's a Grusha, isn't it obvious that she's Pasal Kuhuna? Meaning, if you say like those other Rishonim, that the get is a real valid get, Midaraisa, of course she's Pasal Kuhuna. Every Grusha is Pasal Kuhuna. So the Marshal suggests what the Mishnah is telling me is that aside from being Nisra Grusha, she's also Asra as an Isra Zona. And Afkamina is if they tell her, don't marry a Kohen because you're a Zona and then she gets married, she gets Malchus. That, that's considered Hasra'a for what she actually is. Whereas normally if you give someone Hasra'a and uh, you're giving them Hasra'a for an Avera that they happen to not be committing, even though they may be committing a different Avera, they're not going to get Malchus. So even Hasra'a, L'Shem Zona, is also going to be a valid Hasra'a. Alternatively, the Marsha says that it's a, it's a Pashra Din and we don't need the Mishnah to tell me this Din. But uh, once we're saying Baslevi uh, Minamaisr, so we talk about Nefselus Minakun meaning it just fits with the flow of everything else. And that brings us to the next line of the Mishnah, Baslevi, Mina Meiser. If she was a Baslevi, the Chum made a Knas that she can't eat Meiser anymore. <coughs> Bas Kohen, Mina Truma. If she was a Bas Kohen, she's possible from eating Truma, like in Eshah Sishat Mezana, the Torah asks her from eating Truma. And just like the Chum Markoneser, that she doesn't have a Ksuba, also, in Yorshim Shalzeh, Yorshim Shalzeh, Yorshim Ksubasa. The Yorshim of the first husband and the Yorshim of the second husband do not Yarshim the Ksuba. The Gemara is going to obviously ask, well, if she doesn't have a Ksuba, then there's nothing to be to Yarshim. So, what exactly are we talking about that they don't Yarshim the Ksuba? And if the first husband and the second husband die without any children and she requires Yibum, Achiv Shalzeh, Achiv Shalzeh, no one could do Yibum. The brothers of each husband can only do Chalitza and cannot do Yibum. So, that is. Is case number one where Tatum is ever ever called Rachmeluba. So we that's what we call throughout Chas called Rachmeluba. All of those chumras, we just say it's all of those things. All the all the uh, we, we throw the book at her. Everything is uh, is bad. So but case number one is because the get was written with uh, with the wrong de- meaning with a, a with a dating system that was by the wrong malchus or by chumravais or binravais or in the wrong uh, place, meaning they didn't write the, the place where the sofer actually was. Now, there are four other cases we're going to say, Tete Mizeh Mizeh, the Kaladrachim. Uh, so number one, um, one of the things in a get is that you need to have the shame abal and the shame haisha in a get. There is a machlokas rishonim. Uh, what the mishnah means when it says shina shemo ushma that the sofer changes the shame of the bal or the shame of the isha. Some of the rishonim say it means that uh, that that, uh, that that he changes the name. He just writes a different name. The husband's name is Yosef, and he writes Yochanan or something like that. Tosas, however, and other rishonim say that no. It doesn't mean that he totally changed his name. It means that the husband or the wife had two different names. And in Galil, um, the, uh, they, they would call him a certain name. In Yehuda, they'd call him a different name. And in Galil, was Masakin that they should write um, uh, wherever they are, the name that they're calling in that place. And uh, the Mishnah's Mechadish, that if they write the other name of where he's called in, in another place, that that's going to be a Psul Midrabanan. So it's Machlok to show them what exactly it means over here that he's Mishana Shmo Ushma. Just the very mucker of the of the idea that you need to have the name of the husband and the wife in the get is uh, in uh, the Mishnah and Daflam and uh, told us that you need to put the names in the get. The reason you need to put the names in the get that was a machlokas rishonim. Uh, the Ramban, the Ran uh, say that uh, it's because the pasuk says sefer krisus. So uh, we darshan that it's got to be a sviras dvarim shel krisus that it needs to tell the story of this divorce. It's not telling the story of this divorce unless it identifies who the people are that are 
they're getting divorced. Uh, other Rishonim, the Azarua says that if you don't write the Shemos, it's as if you didn't write the Get Lishma. Writing the Get Lishma means Lashem, this Ish, this Isha. So that has to be that you have to have identified who are this Ish and this uh, Isha. So anyway, Shina Shma Ushma. If they change the name, Shem Iro, Vishem Ira. <laughs> Or they change the name of his city or her city. So again, Tetzay Mizel Mizel, that's the kind of psul where if she gets remarried based on such a get, she's going to be allowed to be allowed to stay married to neither husband, and all the dinim that we just identified are going to apply. Another case where we say this, mutaros. All the arayos that we say that if uh, that 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 uh, the the tsaros are going to be mutar, meaning the first mission of Mesechus Yivamos, where you have a case where a man dies and uh, he's married to five women let's say and he had no children so normally it would be a Yibam situation with his brother problem is his uh, the man that died was married to his brother's daughter among four other women he was married to his brother's daughter which is uh, he's allowed to be married to his brother's daughter but now the brother because he can't do Yibam on his own daughter obviously is part from doing Yibam on all the wives all the wives are, are Mutar Sushuk there's no requirement of Yibam so all of those kinds of relationships Relationships where all the tsaros are going to be shuk, and then the tsaros went and they got remarried, and they thought they were right in getting remarried, that it was fine to get remarried because one of the tsaros was a was a with the yavam But then it turns out that the daughter of the surviving brother was an islandist, so there was a problem. She was never really married to the uh, to the to the deceased brother, and therefore there really was a yibum situation over here. So now all these other co-wives that got remarried we have all the chumras that uh, they have to get divorced from both husbands and all of the chumras are going to be uh, are going to to apply uh, the Rishonim are bothered but one of the drachma elu that we uh, that we said is Havlad Mizel Mizel is Mamzer that's a little bit harsh because the Yavam does not generate Mamzerus meaning at worst what happened over here is Yavam Yavam Lashuk is a losase. It doesn't uh, generate mamzerus. So Rashi says, yeah, yeah, we're assuming like Shittas Rabbi Kiva that it does. Meaning Rabbi Kiva holds that a losase creates mamzerus. Even though we don't pass in that way, that's why that was, uh, that's what the Mishnah must be assuming. Another case where we're going to say, Hakone says Yivimto, someone who gets married to his uh, Yavama, he, he does Yibum, so one of the Tsaros goes and gets married to uh, somebody else because as long as one of the wives did Yibum, the rest of them are free to go. And it turns out that the one that did Yibum uh, was an islandist. So then it's very similar to the previous case, except in the previous case, <coughs> no one ever did Yibum in the first place because they thought they didn't need it since there was a... Uh, uh, a, a relative of the uh, of the Yavam. In this case, the Yavam actually did Yibam. There were no relatives. He did Yibam, but it turns out the one he chose to do Yibam with was an islandist. So it turns out that she was never really eligible for Yibam, and the other ones really required Yibam. So we also say, And then a final case. Kasav Sovar get Le'ish Vishover Le'isha, a... Uh, 
Sofer wrote a get to give to the man so that he can give it to his wife and a receipt to give to the woman so she can give it to the husband when she receives the get. And then he got confused with the documents. Tav and Nassim get the of a shovelish. When they came to pick up the documents, he gave the wrong document to each party. And the husband gives his wife the document in front of Adam, the document that he was given by the Sofer, thinking it's a get, but it turns out all he was giving her was a shovar. And then the woman in exchange gives him back a get. So he's looking through his uh, his documents to see where he has his shovar, and he sees that he has a get. Wait, how do I still have a get? I thought I gave her the get. And she's looking through her documents. They realize what happens. So what, ha- what had happened? So Tetzim Mizem called Rachem They never got divorced. So she got remarried based on that. So Tetzim Mizem and we're going to have all the chumras. Rabbi Lazar Omer, uh, Rabbi Lazar says, on that last case, Imli Alter, if right after the giving of the get and the shovar, Yatza, uh, the get, we see that he has the get and she has the shover, ain't a get. Then obviously we know that they, they are not really divorced and we're going to have all these chumras. But im la'achar zman yatza hareza get. But if it was a year later that they discover it was la'achar zman, the Gemara will have to define exactly what la'achar zman is, but if it was Liachar's man, that it turns out that he's holding a get and not a shover, and she's holding a shover and not a get, with the husband, the first husband does not have Ne'emanus to say that I never really divorced her and that there was a big mix-up, where we assume that there must have been some sort of uh, kanunya, some sort of a deal that the husband and wife had worked, that the first husband worked out with the wife to pretend that they never got divorced to get her out of the second marriage. It must not be working out well for her in the second marriage, and therefore he's trying to get her back, and they... they uh, they, they made up a story over here. That's Rabbi Lazar Shita. Okay, so now the Gemara starts analyzing the Mishnah. My Malchus Hogenes. What does it mean when it says Malchus She'ena Hogenes? Meaning of the five psulim that we had mentioned in terms of dating of the get, we said Malchus She'ena Hogenes, Malchus Yavan, Malchus Madai, Binyan Abayis, Chorban Abayis. What does Malchus She'ena Hogenes mean? So says Gemara, Malchus Haromiyim. It means the Romans. Why do we call the Romans Malchus She'ena Hogenes? Vishem De'inlem Loksav Lolashon. Because they don't have their own writing and their own language, they uh, they always borrowed uh, writing and languages and language from <coughs> from other nations, and those are the defining characteristics of a legitimate malchus. So that's why they're called the malchus sheinogenes. begitten. Why is it that they were masakin that we date a get by the malchus in the first place? Mishum shalom malchus. So to create a sense of shalom with the uh, with the kingdom that you live in, that when the Malchus sees that they get mentioned in uh, in our official documents, in the most important of our documents, so they're going to see that they're obviously very chashuv, that they uh, that, that that we write our shtaros using them. But because of shalom Malchus, we're going to say we're going to ruin the holy Israel because you because you didn't show that little cover that uh, that they may or may not. Uh, feel when uh, when you write the the, the, the malchus and the get so mishum shlom malchus teitzav alav mamzer in rameir litamei damer of amnuna mishmedu ula omer hay rameir kol mishan mabesh tov chum begitten havlan mamzer whenever you're mishana from the way the chum say that you're supposed to write a get uh, and you you don't do it that way then the vlad is going to be a mamzer so our mishnah is a stam mishnah stam mishnah is rameir so it assumes like the sheet of rameir that shouldn't be surprising to us l'shum malchus yav and we then said that if you write based on malchus. Yavan, so that's also psul, so tzricha. 
Why does he need to tell me that if you write based on the Romans and if you write based on the Greeks, meaning if you write based on anybody other than the Malchus that you're living in right now, right? It has to give all these examples, the Romans and the Greeks and the, you know, so if it only would have told me the Romans, I would say that it gets possible because the Romans still have a Malchus. So therefore the king that you're living under is going to be very insulted that you're declaring your loyalty to a competing Malchus while he's still uh, while well, he's on the throne, but ancient Malchus, okay, you know, you have this thing where you get uh, all caught up, you know, uh, that uh, you know, there are people that are Abraham Lincoln, uh, you know, historians that are very obsessed with Abraham Lincoln. Uh, the, President Biden is not at all insulted if you uh, if you say that I'm, an, I'm a Lincoln or whatever, but if, if you're a Trumper, you know, then, then that's, uh, he's still here. I mean, how can you uh, declare your loyalty to, to somebody else? So Malchus Madai, Malchus Yavan, Maida Hava Hava. So that, that's ancient history. So he's got this thing with history. So maybe he's not going to be so upset. It's not going to cause any kinna in the Malchus. So that's why the Mishnah is telling me you know, that even in that case, the get is going to be apostle. Uh, now, what the Mishnah never never takes the next step and says, okay, so why do you need to tell me both Malchus Madai and Malchus Yavan? Meaning they're both Malchus of bygone eras, you know, that are no longer, that are no longer there. So the Chidush Iran says that if it only would have said Malchus Yavan, I would have thought that, uh, Malch- that it's only Malchus Yavan that the king will get jealous of because uh, it's, it was more recent. But uh, Malchus Madai, which is much longer ago, I would think he's not so makbid about. Okay. The Iyashmin and Malchus Madai and Malchus Yavan Mishum Demalchavasa Havi Havu. And if it only would have told me Malchus Shein Ogenes and Malchus Yavan and Malchus Madai, so I would see, yeah, that's where the king gets upset because you're you're mentioning other malchuyos but the fact that you happen to be talking about the binyan abayis maybe the king doesn't get so upset about that that's ancient history and um Therefore, you're not uh, uh, talking about Malchus Yisrael, so the king's not going to be makbid about that. And if you would have only told me that it's possible when you mentioned Binyan Abayas, I would say, yeah, that's where the king's going to be upset. Because you're obviously yearning for the times of the great uh, glory of the Jewish people and the Jewish Malchus. But if you mention Chorben Abayas, where it's only uh, the Tsar of the Jewish people, I would think that the uh, Malchus is not going to be makbid about that. So Tzricha. So that's why the Mishnah has to tell me all five of those cases that that's a psul in the get, that the king would be upset, that it would passel the uh, the get. Then we said, that if he was in the east and he wrote it in the west. So man, who is the person that's in the east that's writing in the west? Elim Abal, if we're talking about the husband, that the, the sofer changed the, uh, the, the location of the uh, husband, and he writes that the husband lived in a different city than he actually lived in. Well, we already covered that case later on in the Mishnah, where we said that he writes the incorrect city. <coughs> The <laughs> Shemi Ro. Shemi Ro means the incorrect city of the husband. So what does it mean? It must be that he, uh, he he wrote the incorrect city for the Sofer, the Chamor Masakin, that the Sofer writes the Mokum of the Ksiva Saget. And that's why it says that if the Get was written in the Mizrach and the Sofer writes that the Get is being written in the Marav, so then the Get is possible. We discussed already in Mishnah that there's a Machlokas Rishonim, what that means. The Ksiva of the Get 
or the chasima of the get, but either way, it's not the husband. It's the, the place where the get is being produced. So the Gemara proves that that's the din, that a sofer has to write in the get the place where he is writing the get, the location of the writing of the get. Like Rav would tell his sofrim, and Rav Huna would tell his sofrim, when you sit down in Shili to write a get, write that you are writing in Shili. And even though you may uh, be uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the text of the actual get uh, may be in Hini, even though uh, you were you were told to write it when you were in Hini, meaning you were you were instructed to write the get rather when you were in Hini. If you are sitting and writing the get in Hini, then write that you are in Hini. Even though you may have been instructed to write the get in Shili, these are two places, Hini and Shili. Why are these places given as the example? So Tos points out that there are two places that are very close to each other. The Gemara in Beit says that they're both in the same Tchum Shabbos of each other, so they're very close to uh, to each other. So I might have thought that if you write Hini Bishili or Shili Bihini, that it's not Mechsi uh, Keshikra because they're Mamish uh, neighboring towns. So uh, on the same day, you can go from one town to the other, even if it's a Shabbos. So Kamash Mulan, that still we have to be Machmed to write the actual proper location of the uh, of the get. So now the Gemara goes back to the basic din of the Mishnah that if you didn't write the get L'shem the Malchus uh, that's currently in uh, in charge, so the get is going to be possible. So I'm Rabbi Dom Shmuel, that our Mishnah that says if you write L'shem Malchus Acheres, the get is possible. Sheet is Rabbi Meir. You don't have to write the shame the melech. You could just write, uh, you know, by any government official, the person who's the, uh, the 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 one who's in charge of knowing where the borders of every field in the city are. Uh, so that's also uh, it's, uh, it's also a government uh, post, and therefore that's good enough. So I raise him She's still divorced. How gita there was a get that the sofer wrote um, based on the date of the number of years that uh, the Bashkar, who was the name of a person who was a particular appointment of the king, uh, had been uh, had been in his post. So they asked Rabbi whether it's such a good get, whether it's such a get is a good get. What's the din? Such a get that was not written al shem the melech. Um, it was written al shem in evid of the melech. Is that kosher or not? So Shalach Lei, so Rabbi sent back to Rav Nachman, Baha, in such a case, Afilu Rabbi Meir Modi, even Rabbi Meir is going to be Moda, that it's kosher. My taima, why would he uh, say that the get is kosher? It wasn't written L'shem the Melech, because Me'osa Malchus, who, because that Bashkar is connected to that Malchus that's in charge. So the Melech is not going to be upset if you, uh, if you identify one of his underlings in the uh, get. But if you identify someone that's got nothing to do with the Melech, that's where he's going to be upset. Umaisha Misanta should be here. Why is that any different than the guy who's in charge of the borders of the city and things like that? Isn't that also a government post? No, Hasam Zilu Milsa. When you write the shame the Santa should be here, the get's puzzle because it's a Zilzal the Melech that you write based on the Pachos Shabi Avada, based on someone who has such a lowly post. But Hacha Shvichlu Milsa. When you write based on the Bashkar, 
based on Bashkar, who is a very chashva evet of the uh, of the melech. So it's a shevach and a cover for the melech that you mention his chashva underlings, and the melech is not going to be makbid about that, and therefore the get is going to be kosher. It reminds me of like the Gemara in Sota, where it says that you pass the the Sefer Torah um, from one person to the next person, the Sagan to the Kohen Gadol to the melech, right? Because by by showing cover to the to the Kohen Gadol, you're showing greater cover to the melech because you're saying that look, even the Kohen Gadol's beneath him. So uh, by showing by, by showing kavod to someone who's beneath the melech, so uh, you're showing that even someone who's such a chashva person is beneath the melech. <laughs> That uh, the Mishnah apostles a get that's not written the Shem the Malchus um, and even but the ever the get is not kosher. That's Shitas Rameir of Momrim Havlad Kosher. The Chum say that if you don't write the Shem the Malchus, the Vlad is going to be kosher. Umodim Chum Rameir, but the Chum will agree to Rameir Shem Shina Shmo Ushma Shemirov Shemira Shavlad Mamzer. That if you mess up the the, uh, if you, the name of the husband or the name of the wife or the name of the cities, so then uh, even the Chum Marmoda that the Vlad is going to be Mamzer. Amr of Tanina. We learned that way in our Mishnah that Rabban and Armoda. <coughs> that if you're Mishana Shmo Shma Shemiro Shemira, that the Vlad is Mamzer. Because it says, Shina Shmo Shma Shemiro Shemira, Tetim is ever called Drachem Eluba. So Haman Katanila, who's the author of that line of the Mishnah? Elim Rameir Lervin of Lusninu. If Rameir is the author of that line of the Mishnah, why didn't the Mishnah just say it all at one shot? The Mishnah should have said, if you write the Shemal Kashen again, the Shemal Kashen, Romi and Yavan and Madai and Binyan Abais, Chorban Abais, Mishana Shemiro Shemira Shmo Shma, should have said it all at once. So then, called Rachmeilba. Why did it break it up in two things? First line of the Mishnah was that you wrote in the shame the wrong Malchus of Bin Yabais Chubinabais. And we said all the halachas. And then we go and move on to another halacha. Why did it do that? It must be that even those who disagree with the first line agree with the second line. That the Rabbanan are the authors of that second line as well. So Shmamina. And so you see that even the Rabbanon are moda, that in such a case, Havlad, Havlad Mamzer. So then we said, Amru, that all the cases where we say Tzorosein Mutaros, that normally the other wives are free to go and are Mutaros Lushuk because uh, one of the wives is a Rayos with the surviving brother. So we said, if that uh, wife turned out to have been an islandess, so then uh, we're going to also have Kaladrachameluba. So the Gemara is Medaik from the fact that it says that all the Tzoros went and Nisu. Nisu in. It sounds like that Dafka, if they got remarried while they were still Zakukli Yavam, they become Asra and the Yavam. But Zinu Lo, but if they were Mizana while they were Zakukli Yavam, then they're not going to become Asra to the Yavam based on that Znus. That uh, if, 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 because if, if they had become Asra even just by being Mizana, why didn't the Mishnah just say that? That they were Mizana? Why does it say Nisu? So Maybe this is a Raya against Ravam Nuna. Ravam Nuna. Ravam Nuna tells us, Shomeris Yavam a woman whose husband dies and she's waiting for Yibum, Shezinsa Asura Liyavama, she's Asur to her Yavam. And our Mishnah, if we're Medayik in our Mishnah, it seems that if she's Mizana, she's Muteras to the Yavama. So says Marlo, Nisu Vuadin Lazinu. When the Mishnah gives an example of Nisu, it means Vuadin if she was Mizana. We're not going to speak about Mizana, so we'd rather speak about Nisu. Uh, we speak in a nicer uh, Lashon. Vikadami, other brings up. Uh, 
bring our others bring our mission as a riot, Rafa That Nisu who zinu. That when it says Nisu, what difference does it make whether she got remarried to somebody else or she was mizana with someone else? And they say Yeled Rafa That's a riot, Rafa So it says more low. It's not a riot, Rafa Nisu Dafka. That we Dafka choose the case of Nisu, and there's a reason to be mechalik. Mishum de mechal for biisha shaluk bayla lemedina seyam. That uh, we we get confused with the case of a woman whose husband went to Medina Sayam, that uh, they tell her that her husband died and then she gets married to someone else based on that edus, and then the husband comes back from Medina Sayam where she's not allowed to go back to the first husband, even though Mikar Adin she's allowed to go back to him because she got married to the other guy Ba'ones, but the Chama Margoza that she can't get remarried to the first husband so that people don't think that the first husband divorced her before she married the second husband and now the second husband is divorcing her, she's going back to the first husband, that's a violation of Machsugru Shaso Mishanises. So for that very same reason, the Chacham said that a Shomeris Yavam that had gotten married after she had become Asura to her Yavam, in order that the world not think that uh, the Yavam must have done Chalitza with her, and uh, now she's going and marrying him. So that's why uh, the uh, they made such a uh, Gezeira. So uh, so that that reason is Shaykh only when Nisula Acher, not if she was Mizana with Acher. So because the Znus doesn't have a call, no one's going to know about the Znus. So no one's going to know that she was Mizana. So that reason is only, so there's reason to be Mechalik between Nisu and Zinu. Hakone says Yevimta, we then said if uh, a guy marries uh, a Yevama, and turns out the one that he married, the, the Yevama that he took, was an Ilunis. So all the Tsaros who have now gotten remarried are now uh, are now in trouble. So Utsricha, why do I need both of those cases? Both the case where there was no Yibam, but there was an erva, where there was a rayos, one of the tzaros was a rayos, and the case where he did yibum with one of the tzaros, and the one that he did yibum with turns out to be an islandist. If it only would have told me the first case where it was a tzaros erva, because he didn't even try to do the mitzvah of yibum. At least over here, where he tried to do the mitzvah of yibum, it just didn't work out so well. It turned out she was an islandist. I would think that we're not going to make a knas on the person. And if it only would have told me in the case where he he did that where, where uh, he did the Mitzvah Yibum, Mishum de Karamia Kame, because uh, at the time of the Misa Sabal, all of, he knew that he had a Mitzvah Yibum. Avalasim to Loramia Kame, but in the case where one of them was, uh, was Arayos, he thought that there was no Mitzvah Yibum, say Emelos. So I would think that we don't make such a Knas, Tzricha. That's why I need both of these cases. Okay, but from tomorrow we'll pick up with Kasafa Sofer Vita. Everyone have a wonderful day, a wonderful Shabbos. Shabbos.